with today's Jaldi 5. Here are your hosts, Jaggu and Tarana. Hey there, welcome to Jaldi 5, the space where we curate 5 stories for you from India and around the world that keep you up to date on stuff that you might have not come across as you grapple with the headlines and your social media feeds. I'm Tarana. And I'm Jaggu. Once you've had a listen to Jaldi 5, you keep those stories in mind for the next time you're in a conversation so you can throw them in to keep it interesting. These are your five for today. Number 5. When you're doing the tour around Los Angeles, you're seeing the sites, studios, actors houses, shooting locations, places where the stars hang out, stuff like that. If you're lucky, you'll get a brief glimpse of a film star. That's about it. So imagine the bonus that people in a small tour bus got when a car pulls up next to them. The window rolls down and Kanye West sticks his head out and says Hello. Following it with, it's all downhill from here. Tour's over. Sitting next to him is his wife Kim Kardashian, with in-laws Chris and Kendall Jenner in the back seat. And of course, being the Kardashians, all of this is being filmed impromptu by Kendall and has been posted on social by Kim. Kim smiles and waves, but is also whispering to her husband, "Stop it, keep going." But then Chris Jenner took the cake when she shouted, "This is so cute!" Which some people thought was a reaction to seeing normal people on a bus for the first time in a long while. They all smiled. Post for pictures and left. Aside from surprising tourists, they've also been doing typical Kardashian-y things. A couple of days ago, Kim had a baby shower for her soon-to-be fourth child, and the theme of the party was CBD. In case you haven't caught the technicality, CBD is basically an extract from marijuana plants. People use it for lots of things: chilling out, easing pain and anxiety, and now apparently celebrating babies. It's still illegal in a lot of places, but perfectly legal in California. And so Kim had plenty of CBD items to go around at her baby shower. Guests got to make their own CBD bath salts and body oils. They also made special flower arrangements from marijuana plants. They even did a group sound bath together to keep with the chill vibe. A sound bath is basically a meditation technique that uses sounds and music to relax you. The vibrations are meant to put you into a meditative state. Everybody keeps their clothes on, huh? For the record. So everybody could have a puff or put on some oil, have a relaxed time, and then they each left with a hamper full of CBD products. I'm starting to worry about that yet to be born child already. Number 4 A situation that started over a hundred years ago has just reached its conclusion. A 700-year-old idol of Draupadi Amma that was stolen from a temple in Madurai in 1915 was recovered from an old house recently. It seems the 700-year-old idol was stolen by Karupasami, one of the two priests of the temple at that time. He had stolen the idol after an argument with the other priest. A complaint had been filed with the British police force at that time. Now the priest's 60-year-old grandson, Murugesan, has taken it upon himself to correct his grandfather's deed which he believes has spelt doom on the family according to him ever since the idol was stolen over a century ago several generations of the family have suffered many members of the family have apparently died because of the wrath of the goddess murugesan had his suspicions when as a young boy he would see his grandfather who would pray in front of a blank wall but that's where he had hidden the idol 6 months ago murugesan revealed the secret to the temple priests and said that the idol was concealed in a wall in the house for all these years the one and a half foot idol has now been recovered from the wall and it will be handed to the temple during its annual festival this month and hopefully everyone in the karupasami family will be healthy again and right now i feel there is a story idea bubbling somewhere in some bollywood director's mind number 3 halima eden is making waves again 
The boundary-breaking Muslim supermodel has made history once again by becoming the first model to wear a hijab and burkini in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Now she has been known for breaking the mold before also. In 2016, Aiden became the first contestant in Miss Minnesota USA to wear a hijab and burkini, ultimately reaching the pageant semi-finals. In April 2018, she broke new ground in British Vogue as the first hijabi woman on the cover, and this March she was one of three black hijabi models featured on the cover of Vogue Arabia, the magazine's first group hijabi cover. Halima, who is Somali-American, grew up in a refugee camp in Kenya. Before moving with her family to the US and her cover shoot for Sports Illustrated was shot on Kenya's Watamu beach so it was like an emotional homecoming of sorts for her and she's explained why she's so happy to do this and has some words of wisdom to offer she said there are so many women that feel like they don't fit society's standard of beauty that she just wanted to let them know it's okay to be different being different is beautiful too when she was growing up in the US she never really felt represented because she could never flip through a magazine and see a girl who was wearing a hijab her advice if you don't see yourself represented in any given field take it upon yourself to be that one number 2 you know those hollywood films where an asteroid is going to hit the earth and everything will be destroyed like that bruce willis ben affleck movie armageddon now scientists and engineers are getting into the act no 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 they're not making a movie but they are discussing it avidly at the 2019 planetary defense conference being held this week near washington dc paul chodis who is the director of the center for near earth object studies at nasa's jet propulsion laboratory whose visiting card we would love to see says that this is a threat that could happen even though it's extremely unlikely the goal of the conference is to go through all the steps that we would have to execute if such an event were to actually arise so he's created a simulation for the high funda people attending the conference taking ahead what has been learned from previous exercises like this in other international conferences this time round the pretend asteroid is around 300 to 1000 feet across and was spotted around 35 million miles away and it has a 1% chance of hitting our planet in 2027 you would think 8 years is a long time to plan for something like this but it's actually a pretty tight deadline scientists know about most of the really big asteroids floating about but relatively smaller ones like this na are plenty and not very well tracked and this one is purposely not in a convenient orbit at all he says it's not like one of these asteroids that we go to with our science missions where you get to pick a nice asteroid that's easy to get to in planetary defense the asteroid picks you it's like he's building up to the plot of a space disaster movie already so based on the information that chodus will present to them during the conference scientists and astrophysicists will have to figure out the steps to protect planet earth the first might be reconnaissance flights to the asteroid itself to figure out proper size and composition which chodus has purposely left vague to simulate real life issues asteroid experts will then make decisions about how to try to deflect the asteroid whether by pushing it with spacecraft or maybe even detonating a nuclear weapon if those efforts fail and the asteroid is still headed towards earth emergency managers would have to contemplate a mass evacuation of the strike zone which for an asteroid this size could be an entire city in this kind of situation of a space object threatening to hit earth there's a lot to be planned for structured and executed or you could just keep it simple and call bruce willis he knows what to do number 1 And finally there's a huge event that has just been cancelled and we didn't even know it was happening in the first place 
This year is the 50th anniversary of the iconic benchmark of a generation, the Woodstock Music Festival. To celebrate it, there was going to be a huge concert featuring musicians across the generations, from Santana, David Crosby and John Fogerty to Jay-Z, Chance the Rapper and Miley Cyrus. One of the primary organizers of Woodstock 50, promoter Michael Lang, was also a co-founder of the original Woodstock event in 1969. The festival, which was supposed to run August 16th to 18th in Watkins Glen, New York, about 150 miles miles away from the 1969 original location was announced in January but since then there have been signs that the organizers do not really have their act in order tickets were to go on sale in Jan itself and they were supposed to announce the list of performers in Feb both those deadlines were missed and even though the performers have been announced tickets still hadn't gone on sale up to now now denso ages the global media network that was bankrolling this event has pulled out and of course the organizers are pissed off the media network said that despite all their efforts they just don't believe that the festival being planned could be executed in a manner worthy of the original Woodstock brand while ensuring everyone's safety and health and so they're cancelling it there's plenty of tutu meme going on now between the different organizers but in case you were looking forward to this unfortunately it's not going to happen though very interestingly none of this has affected a competing anniversary festival being held the same weekend by the Bethel Wood Center for the Arts which will take place on the site of the original Woodstock event and this one features Ringo Starr Santana the Doobie Brothers and John Fogerty so if you're really keen maybe you need to plan a trip Leaving you to figure whether you want to haul it to the US for the Woodstock Festival or maybe just attend a Bollywood live concert somewhere closer. It's a wrap on Jaldi Five for today. Keep our chosen topics in mind so that you can be the interesting one in any conversation you engage in. We love to hear from you, so please note Jaggu uses Jagguism on Insta and Twitter and across social. I'm at the Rana Raja. You can also email feedback to jukebox at bookmyshow.com and don't forget to follow Book My Show on Facebook, Insta, and Twitter for updates on movies, events, and theatre gigs. Also, do check out our longer order show. It's called The Odd Couple and it's available right here on Book My Show. A new episode will be out on Friday. Until next time, I'm Jaggu and I'm Tarana. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Jaldi 5 with Jaggu and Tarana exclusively on Book My Show where all you got to do is hashtag #justpressplay.